Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness. Six basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Welcome to Coffee with the Doc. So glad to be here today. Uh, I had attempted and and actually had planned to have uh, uh, Dr. Linda Mercer on today as a guest. Uh, uh, She's with the Southwest Florida Center for Hearing and Balance, but she uh, got hold of me yesterday and and had come up ill today. So she is uh, out this week with... uh, with a particular virus. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, couldn't have uh, Dr. Linda on today. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about something a little bit different. I'm still working on getting uh, uh, Lonnie on here and talk about wellness and exercise and how does that play in, especially as we get uh, a little bit older. What are some changes that we should be doing in our exercise program? But Anyway, uh, Coffee with the Doc brought to us by BaristaCoffeeUSA.com. Uh, my good friends up there that uh, that roast uh, Colombian, 100% Colombian coffee right here in the sunshine state of Florida. And the freedom state. I should throw that in there. Our governor would love to hear that. But anyway, <laughs> today we're going to talk about uh, something that you might scratch your head a little bit and go, gee, why in the world is a, if this is a, if this is a, podcast on our wellness and and how do we uh how do we work on our wellness why in the world are we going to talk about this particular topic but periodically there are some topics that uh, i will talk about that hmm, scratch your head and go how in the world does that fit in but if we look at those uh you know six pillars of health that i tend to talk about the different categories of that from proper function or activity which the old word exercise uh nutrition, eating properly, proper rest, proper mental, emotional, spiritual well-being, proper structure, and purging toxins. Uh, This one today is under mental, emotional, spiritual well-being, and there's an awful lot of things in our everyday life and existence in our society that impact our mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And today is uh, financial well-being. Like what in the world? Well, when we look at reality, our finances, and for most Americans, it, it's a tremendous area of, of stress in our lives. And stress negatively impacts our overall physical well-being also. I was looking up some information on uh, lowering blood pressure naturally. And obviously, one of those tips in there was lowering your stress, managing your stress, you know, talking about blood pressure. Well, Uh, I'm sure anyone listening to this at some point in their life, maybe right now, they're under financial stress. You know, how does that feel? Does that elevate your blood pressure? Yeah, it has a negative impact on our overall well-being because of the stress that it can put on us. It can impact us uh, mentally and emotionally as well, stress level. So, you know, finances are an important area of a wellness program. We need to talk about it periodically. How do we get our finances under control so that that we can uh, lower our stress in this area? So we're going to look at a couple of real simple, basic tips, but I also will preface this. I'm not a financial guru, 
but uh, I've read an awful lot on it and, and certainly I've been around long enough in life to have figured some of this out and be able to give you some advice. But I highly recommend if you're uh, going through life and you, you always seem to be kind of living paycheck to paycheck and you've got a lot of debt that you should get some help. There are a whole bunch of people out there, a lot of different services out there that that's what they do. They're the experts at it to help you get your finances under control. But still in America, 80% of workers are living paycheck to paycheck. And every time I, I read that statistic, I'm like, oh my, you know, one little thing going wrong and, and do things go wrong on a regular basis for us? Absolutely. They go wrong. We, we had bought a, a, a new washing machine. Uh, it, it seems like just the other day, but I guess it was more like a couple of years ago. And the thing fried out already. You know, it's like the cost of repairing it is is 75% of the cost of a brand new one. So I'm like, well, why am I reinvesting in this old thing? We, we ended up getting a, a new washing machine, but something else this week will will go wrong. Or let's say the transmission in your car, good golly, you know, that'll set you back uh, three, $4,000 all of a sudden. So things like that happen, you know, all the time. And, you know, life is, is stressful. So there are these stressful things. It doesn't take much to push us over the edge as far as our stress goes and our finances do that all the time. So it can raise our blood pressure, our anxiety, our depression, cardiovascular disease increase with elevated uh, levels of stress. It also uh, causes more poor coping habits. In other words, all the things that many of us do when we're under stress. Uh, do you smoke? Do you eat? Do you drink? You know, junk food? All these other things are on the increase too when we get under stress. It's it's kind of a if we look back a, a a couple of years the the COVID bulge we call it. You know, all this under stress of this uh, COVID thing going around and and we're eating a whole bunch more uh, comfort foods and we end up with the uh, COVID bulge as we call it. But anyway, um, uh, stress is here, finances, and we're going to talk about you know. What can we do? I've got some solid information that that certainly will help free up. If you follow this advice, it's very simple. Free up some of your finances. But unfortunately, when we talk about any area of wellness, you have to make a decision. Like if you know that, gee, I, I need to lose 30 pounds. Well, if you keep on doing the same old thing, the same old way, you will not lose 30 pounds. You'll continue to gain weight if you don't change. So you have to decide to change. Your finances are exactly the same way. If you're having trouble in your finances and granted you could say, oh, it's because of this or because of that. But the bottom line is whenever we have trouble with our finances, basically I've spent too much money. It wasn't necessarily that I wasn't making enough money. I was spending too much money and not saving enough money. So our money problems are typically, for most people, lifestyle problems. Just like our overall health and well-being is a lifestyle problem for most of us. So if we want to improve our health and wellness, we need to change our lifestyle. If you want to improve your finances, you need to change your lifestyle and you have to be committed to it. You know, I just started... Uh, really working on some of my nutrition and some of the things I'm doing. And 
I basically had to draw the line in the sand and say, you know, I, I'm committed to it. I got to make a few changes, but it's real easy. You know, when there's a whole bunch of other food around and we were at a church outing last night and, you know, church outings are like everybody and their brother brings these beautiful desserts. Oh my, the pies and the cakes that were there. And I had to just kind of go over there and look at that. And I say, nope, you know what? I'm committed to this uh, and, and I'm not I'm not going there with that. Well, that's kind of how our, our finances are. You've got to be committed to it. Um, if you're married or have a significant other, both of you have to be committed to it or it simply won't work. It'll cause more stress if you're fighting that fight within your family about how you're going to spend your money. So that's why sometimes it's it's I'll give you these great tips, but it's it's a good idea to get some help ahead of time to lay out a little bit of a plan for you that you both can then agree on doing that and making the necessary changes that you need to make along the way. <clears throat> so let's jump into uh, uh, a couple of the tips here. I have them written down, but the bottom line, which I've already said, we, we spend too much money, we have too much debt, and we don't save enough money. That kind of explains the bulk of 99% of the individual out there who are having financial difficulties. They spend too much, they have too much debt, and they don't save enough money. Um, U.S. as an industrialized nation has one of the lowest ratios of personal savings compared to other industrialized nations. You notice I didn't say we didn't make enough money. That wasn't one of the typical problems. We don't. We spend too much. We have too much debt, and we don't save enough money. It's not that we typically don't make enough money. We have money management problems. So how much we make is a minor issue. And again, we don't have to have much of a problem to come on in our life, a crisis of some sort, and we're in a financial tailspin relatively quickly. Um, so step number one, uh, create a budget. You know, the big B word, uh, none of us like to live on a budget, you know, but it gives you a good idea. Even if you know, I, I'm a big proponent of, of, of laying out those finances so you can kind of know. Many of you probably have no clue if you've never done a budget on really seeing where all your money's going. You know, once you do that, it's like, wow, I can't believe this. You know, and you realize pretty quickly when you're doing a budget that, you know, you, you probably have enough money. You're just spending too much of it on too many frivolous things. But as you do that budget, um, that's kind of telling your money uh, where to go. And I got that phrase from uh, Dave Ramsey, who my wife and I have done a number of financial classes with Dave Ramsey, but it's telling your money where to go. So in other words, at the end of the month, you don't look back and say, oh, here's where we spent it. No, at the beginning of the month, you already know where you're going to spend money as that money comes in. And disasters come up, things come up that were unexpected, that you have to spend money in different ways, but that budget helps you with that ahead of time, knowing what you need to spend and where you need to spend it in that situation. But step number two helps with those emergencies because it's having an emergency fund. Uh, I can't remember what the statistics are, but it was quite alarming that most people don't have an emergency fund. 
they're living week to week. Any little crisis comes up, they're, they're pushed over the edge. So Dave Ramsey recommends as one of his baby steps, $1,000. Get that in the bank, in a savings account as quickly as possible as your emergency fund, your first step to emergency fund. Realistically, you want to have three to six months of living expenses, you know, the bare bones living expenses. What do you actually need for food, for clothing, for houses, for utilities, the bare basics? You want to get three to six months of that in the bank. Boy, wouldn't that take the pressure off when a little, you know, tire goes out or something happens with your automobile or some other thing? It'll it'll take the pressure off. You'll know, okay, I, I got that money setting over here. I don't have to sweat it along the way. So, you know, there's that's a way to, to go about taking that pressure off. How do, how do you do that? Again, it's committing to the process along the way. You have this particular budget, but we look at putting money away. What can you do to put money away? Well, as you go through all of your spending and you're tracking all of your spending, there's probably a lot of little things that you spend money on that you can decide to sacrifice along the way. So part of this process is certainly initially is sacrificing, sacrificing some of the things, but you have to, it comes back to being all in, you and your, your spouse being all in on the process of getting out of debt and having some financial freedom along the way. Um, that doesn't happen when you look down the street at the Joneses and they've just bought a new car or they just went on another great vacation or whatever it is that, that they're buying and you try to keep up with them. It's committed to your finances and getting an emergency fund put away and start paying down your debts. So this is part of this uh, step number two, that emergency fund, figuring out in your budget, what can we get rid of so we can be putting that money away? Is there any things that we can sell? You know, we had, we had a, a car, an old car the other day, and I don't know why we were keeping this thing. I, I, I can't remember why we kept this car, but eventually my wife and I said, why are we keeping that car? And there are people that come and buy cars and, and we called one of them up. Guy came out, gave us a check, took off with, with, the, with the car. And it's like, wow, why didn't we do that some time ago? But there's all kinds of stuff that you have today. Uh, the internet has all of these ways that you can sell stuff online. It's amazing. All it takes is a, your phone or your computer, take a picture of these things, sell it, and somebody will come by and, and pay you money for it. You can use that to start fueling your, your emergency fund so you can make a little bit more money. There's other creative things you can do to make a little more money to start funding that emergency fund. But the first step, do some sacrificing. Look around, is there stuff that we can sell? There's plenty of ways to do that. The third thing, are there some things a little extra that you can do during the course of the week? There's people that will pay for you to do anything. And today, uh, there's just people that'll, that'll pay for all kinds of stuff. So you could do a little bit of work out there. But it's looking at that. I remember years ago, I had a, a gal, and, and I think she had a, a secretarial job. She had a couple of kids in daycare. And she was stressed out all the time, you know, trying to run around a hard time making ends meet each and every week and the stress of all of this. And I basically said, well, how much do you make? And she told me her, you know, her gross income, basically. 
And I, and I look back at her and I said, well, no, no, how, how much do you actually, let me phrase that different. How much do you actually bring home every week? Meaning when you start deducting all the costs that takes for you to go to work. In other words, you have two kids in daycare. How much are you paying per daycare to have your two kids in daycare? How much gas are you using? How much are you spending on clothes for you to be able to go to work? How much more do you eat out for lunches and dinners because you're not home and you're just tired and you're worn out? All of these extra expenses that are you're incurring because you're going to work every day. And she actually did it. She actually figured out all those things. And she came out about 50 bucks at the end of the week. She was bringing home 50 bucks. <laughs> I said, don't you think you could stay home and, and watch somebody else's child for a couple days a week and make 50 bucks? And she goes, oh, yeah, if I make more than that. And she ultimately did that. But she got creative, but she, it never dawned on her that, you know, wow, I'm spending a ton of money to, to end up clearing 50 bucks at the end of the week. It was just a- absolutely amazing. But you got to think outside of the box. You got to be a, a little creative with all of this. So that's uh, step number two is set up that emergency fund. Build that emergency fund to where it's three, four, five months of your expenses and the pressure will be totally off then. You're like, oh, you're not living paycheck to paycheck. Your stress levels will come down. Be able to think more clearly and not be panicked about every little expense that comes your way. Uh, step number three is start reducing debt. You know, that big thing that that we have, <clears throat> you know, in terms of uh, America's, we have a tremendous amount of debt because basically we're spending a lot of money that we don't have on cars and clothes and vacations and all kinds of stuff that we don't necessarily have the money for. My wife and I have gone through this process. Basically, we have two pieces of real estate left that we owe money on. That's it. We don't owe money on anything else, but this has been a process. When we started our whole process, yeah, we had we had tons of debt. If you're starting out new in life, you may have a student loan, you may have all kinds of different debts, but you got to work on reducing that debt. What we did was we we stopped getting more debt, number one, and we took the smallest debt, and let's say we're paying $50 a month on that, and once we got our emergency fund set up, we started diverting mon- money to paying our debt down. And whatever amount that was, three or $4,000, we paid that off. Then we spent that $50 a month and started adding it on to the next biggest debt. We got that one paid off. We took all of that $50 a month and that $100 a month. Now we got $150 more we're putting towards the next debt. It starts snowballing. We don't get more debt. We just start paying one debt off and rolling those payments and extra that we were paying into the following debt. And before long, you know, wow, you're lowered your overall debt a tremendous amount. You've got a great emergency fund set up. You've come up with creative ways to make a little extra money in the process and your debt is going down. Um, <clears throat> but again, here's one of those things. And, and at that point, don't start looking around at the Joneses down the street and say, hey, you know, we're doing okay now. Let's go get a new car or let's finance something. It, there's a real temptation to do that, but it, it's it's not worth it in the long run. One of uh, of Dave Ramsey's uh, uh, sayings that I, I love so much is, live now like nobody else, so later you can live like nobody else. So you live now without spending more than you're making, you're saving and paying off your debt, so that later in life, you got a whole bunch saved, the pressure's off, you can give away a lot in the end because 
you don't have any debt and you have an awful lot of extra finances along the way. Well, there's uh, three big tips uh, along the way that uh, hopefully will help you. Um, <clears throat> number one, get that emergency uh, account set up. Number two, start to pay off your uh, debt. And there was something else in there. What was? What were all those things that I had here? Oh, so number three, uh, which was probably the first one, is get a budget. Figure out what you're spending and where you're spending. So number one, get a budget. Two, get that emergency fund. Three, pay down your debt. Start that process along the way and you'll be amazed. Uh, it's actually kind of an exciting process when you do it together. If you have a significant other or someone that you're sharing life with, uh, you'll be amazed at how that will bring you together versus push you apart lowering uh, your stress level, impacting your wellness in this area of mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. It's a great process. I hope that's been uh, helpful for you. Again, Coffee with a Doc uh, brought to you by Barista Coffee uh, USA. You can go to their website, baristacoffeeusa.com. Uh, they've got some great stuff on there. That's what we drink here on Coffee with the Doc. But you can reach me on my website, drglennschafer.com. We're always looking for your comments and questions. Uh, things that you'd like to maybe hear on the show. I'm going to try uh, again to get either Lonnie or Dr. Linda uh, on the show here in upcoming weeks to talk about that. It was an amazing thing when I was talking to Dr. Uh, Linda a few weeks ago, because we want to talk about wellness. You think, well, how does a, a hearing and balance specialist, you know, how does that work into wellness? But it's amazing when you have a hearing deficit how much that impacts the same category that we're talking about, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. It's tremendous and how that impacts your entire life. They actually have studies now that show that Alzheimer's disease will greatly increase with hearing loss. I was like, whoa. So anyway, we're going to talk about things like that, you know, and how it impacts your wellness when we talk to, uh, talk to uh, Dr. Mercer coming up here, hopefully on our next episode. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to Coffee on the Dock. Coffee, coffee with the Dock. I need another coffee. Where's my coffee? <laughs> but anyway, we hope you have a great day and uh, tune in again soon. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Dock, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglennschaefer.com. That's dr. G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic, 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida.